0: Change your f***ing mind or get the f*** dealership. I'm not changing my mind because my f***ing mind is right, mother f-er. Show me your shit. Let's compare net worth. Let's compare houses. Let's compare planes. I got two of them. One jet, one twin prop. What do you got? I'm building a f***ing mansion right now on 19th Street. Where do you live? You know why I live there? You know why I have that? You know why I got my gym? Because I'm a f***ing motherfucker. I don't play around. I work my ass off and I take it seriously every day. And you know how I got rich? By making other people rich. So, you can listen to me or you can listen to somebody who don't have this s***. Nobody gave me any of this money f***er. You know how I got it? Being a badass salesperson. You know how I got rich? Winning car deals. Winning car deals. Being honest, being straightforward, having great integrity, doing everything. No lying, no cheating, no stealing. Everything straight by the book. Everything straight by the book. Because I don't need to cheat. I'm so good. I don't need to cheat. I don't need to lie. I don't need to hide anything. I do it every... I will tell you exactly what I'm doing.
1: Are we just casually talking here, or are we just kind of having a casual conversation?
2: We'll have to continue it later. But would you say it's a bad sign if you're looking to buy a DVD you can't find through normal means, through Amazon, eBay, or anything like that, but you find a site, and when you go to add the DVD to cart, and then you have billing information, it defaults to Pakistan. <laughs> is, that, is that a negative
1: You're trying to buy a snuff film. (laughs) Is that is that what you're you're getting around to telling us? Does
2: that go on the debit side of the account or the credit? If 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 we're
1: man, my advice would be: I got scammed once, not on a DVD, but it was recently. I think I told you guys about it. Trying to book a hotel through a Japanese site. Don't do it. It's never worth it. Also, And, and you won't get your money back unless you unless you go through your bank.
2: So the number. To call for help or assistance had
1: like fourteen digits to it at least. There was there were plus signs. So why would why would a somebody in Pakistan have like East Carolina modified <laughs> footage for sale that doesn't exist that that literally doesn't exist even from the original source of the show?
2: You think.
1: I think you're getting scammed. I just am still
2: tempted to do it.
1: I feel like this this Pakistani guy set this up like 12 years ago, and was like, "Oh yeah, this show Eight. is popular. Somebody's going to buy it," and nobody ever bought it. And like, he's just going to walk and check his email tomorrow morning and be like, "You got to be kidding me! This finally happened." So then I
2: I go in and put the uh, this is tell me where to turn. By the way, episode 91. That's right. Good good call. Yeah. It's the Dennis Rodman episode, I believe. Um so I go and put my regular billing I didn't we did not hit purchase or anything like that. I just put my address in there. You just
1: kinda of put that in to see what it felt like.
2: And just to see if it had United States as an option. And then it did. And my D V D price is still a nice you know, it's like twelve bucks plus another four for like a service fee. It's very reasonable. Shipping fifty five bucks. <laughs> A DVD.
1: Surely, yeah. Surely at that point you could email the guy and just say, like, can you just download the movie and.
2: So let's say. Put it th- on
1: a nice torrent or something.
2: Let's say the, the DVD has what we're looking for on it. All 10 episodes of the TV show that you can't find anywhere else. Madhouse. Is it's, it worth it for 70 bucks?
1: It's worth it for 70 bucks, 100%. And I will even go this far. Once you have the DVDs, and they all work, and you don't ever mention my name, I will pay for half of it. <laughs> but I'm only paying after it's complete. I'm not paying on the front end. You take all the risk, I will compensate you for half once the deal is complete and successful. All right. If it's unsuccessful, you're on the hook for the whole 70 bucks. Paul
2: Bearer had a good point that if PayPal was an option, that's probably the best way to go as far as the transaction. Y-
1: yeah, just because you don't want to get your credit card compromised. Yeah. I don't think that they're gonna help you anymore as far your credit card might be a better option for getting the charges reversed. But they would probably uh, also turn off your card as soon as you made the purchase. I know. You'd be getting you'd be getting the call of um, hey pal, you mean to do this? Yeah. I've... I kind of feel like there's only one solution. I can't wait. Maybe I need to call that fourteen digit number. Feel out how legit this place is
2: I can get you that number by the end of the night
1: Alright, well I'm already looking forward to episode 92 I don't know about you guys
2: (laughs) Dave calls Pakistan
1: (laughs) right. What could go wrong? Well I hope it's one of those situations where they they pop your phone bill for like some outrageous charge And then, then we figure out real quick what could go wrong Will you so, pay for half of that? So, what would be the angle? <laughs> what would be the angle you'd take with this? Would you be calling to verify if they have Madhouse or know what it is, or would you be calling, uh, acting like you're trying to return something that you already purchased? I'm not sure what the line will be yet, but well, I think I think you need to ask him if he knows who Frank Fleming is. Ask him if he knows about the Dixie House Mafia. <laughs> All
2: things, no one listening has any idea what we're talking about. He's listened
1: to Bad Brad
2: get the crowd fired up before things get rolling. If he's had a rubber band sandwich any time recently, man, that guy's dead, isn't he? He has to be. I that, bet. He, I bet he was only like twenty six when that show was on. I'm sticking by it though. That guy has to be dead. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so here we are. Yeah. An hour to fill, and
1: very little <laughs> topics to fill it with, very uh, little by way of content uh, that'll draw the listeners, <laughs> in. yeah, so so buckle up, might as well, yeah, go ahead and put it on that one point five or two x speed and so i uh I was not like Glenn. I don't go on vacations every week. But we'll get I, to that later. No, who are you again? I am at Point Break underscore Day. Oh, okay. <laughs> Legally changed his name to include the at symbol. Mark Cuban paid me twelve dollars. One name. Um, and I'm hoping at least one of you have seen this movie, so you can uh, follow along with me here. But got one of the good American planes, and I have bad luck with that. Like I get the old ones. I got the brand new phone charger, port, TV, and every seat. Oh, okay. One of the good ones. And free. It's a, it's a phrase you're very fond of. <laughs> free, you know, movies and TV shows on the on the screen. So I'm scrolling around. Uh, watched game night on the flight out. Not bad. Oh, really? I, I want to see that. Not bad. What'd you watch? What game night? Ah, uh, yes. Nathan Bateman. Seven thumbs up, at yeah. least. I need to see that. I remember, well, because Coach Taylor's in it, first of all. Yes. Yes. And he doesn't play Coach Taylor <laughs> in this. It's No, that is really... It's a good that's movie. That's a really good movie. So, then on the flight back, I'm kind of scrolling through. Actually, I take that back. I watched Game Night and half of All the Money in the World. Finished that on the flight back. So now I'm out of, like, the two movies I was somewhat interested in.
2: So i going to ask a question about the – so the screen is right in front of your seat? Yeah. So the last time I was on – I was on international flight that had that. But well, the Yeah. But the, uh, the screens, unless you really, like, leaned over and yeah, got more of a kind head-on of, view, like, yeah. you couldn't see what your neighbor was watching. Yeah. You could get a little – but not, like, the specifics. They
1: got to do that. There's kids on the plane. Okay. Yeah, they got to filter. No, I think that's
2: a good idea. I just didn't know if that was still the same, or if I was watching like in the plasma screen days, and now we're in 4K, and it's
1: like, whoa. So what you're saying is the airlines are concerned about kids maybe hearing something they shouldn't hear. More so (laughs) than maybe someone uh, is. Someone (laughs) needs to have concern. Yeah, I mean, at least the airlines are concerned about that (laughs) because apparently there's religious institutions that don't worry too much about that. Okay, Okay. so we're going to have to talk about that later? (laughs) I don't think we can talk about that. You were there, though, right? I was there, but we're not talking about it. Okay, we're going to talk about that offline. Yeah, that's a different podcast. Yeah. So I'm scrolling through, and I see 1517 to Paris. Have either of you seen that? I know that, hold on, don't. Oh, no, I mean I know what the bit of the movie is. Yeah. And that made me not want to see it.
2: I okay, I'm a hundred percent agreement.
1: I did not know the bit of the movie. So I'm watching it and I pop it in and I remember that news story. I didn't like read all the details all the way through it, but I remember the news story. I'm like, oh, that's, you know, an interesting thing. So I'm watching it and the It starts when they're young kids. It's the three Americans and there was a French guy also that stopped the guy from shooting up a train. Bonjour. Indeed. So I'm watching it in the um it starts with their kids and their moms, one's uh the actress that played Pam on yep. the American Office and the other one, mom was I've recognized her she's been on some TV shows, I don't know her name. So I'm going along, the third mom was Nia Jax. <laughs> third mom I don't know if that the third mom was in the movie at all but anyway so I'm going along French mom
2: Marie Maurice is that her name they married the Miz
1: yeah Maurice (laughs) yeah and then it gets to them growing up and it's basically them traveling around Europe before said train incident and you had no
2: idea they were mentally disabled
1: and I'm watching this and I'm like what in the world This is the worst movie I've ever seen. And it's all because of these actors. And in my head, like sometimes when they do like, you know, a biography pick, they try to get an unknown actor. So you're not like, you know, oh, that's Tom Cruise and you're. (laughs) That's Jason Bourne. Yeah. (laughs) What's he doing on this train? (laughs) Doesn't he know? Why is he attacking this one? But the bit, which apparently both of you know, is it's the real guy. Yeah. And as soon as I heard that, I'm like, I'm out. All right. No interest. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Cause they have to fill a hundred or you know, however many minutes it was, it was like an hour and forty minutes. And it's basically three terrible actors traveling around Europe act trying to act normal and then the last ten minutes are the actual train thing. And if you go in not knowing those are the real guys. You're like, what? What is? This? What is happening?
0: But then yeah. at the end
1: they show, and I think it was the real footage of them getting, like the awards. Like the president or prime minister of France has the three Americans in them, and he gives them some kind of like military medal of valor. I'm like, that has to be the first time they ever got a chance to give that out, right? <laughs> like they didn't, they didn't even exist. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Wow. So if this is on, it's called Fifteen Seventeen. Yeah. So I just need to record it and then just fast forward to the last like twelve minutes.
1: Last twelve minutes are pretty exciting.
2: <laughs> okay, I might I might take you up on that a little short film. Um,
1: don't need the backstory.
2: I'll... I mean, they've done that before. Not Eastwood because he directed that movie, but I think uh, that's been done in a couple others where it's it's a military theme, like a Marine type movie, and all all the actors are actual soldiers. Or that they're playing those roles and they probably fill in some other people who can actually act. Yeah. Same response. I'm like, I went to high school, bad high school theater and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't, I did that 25 years ago. Yeah. I but I mean, to it'd be like now. if
1: we, we bought tickets to go see raw here in a month, we get there and they're like, Hey, we're not going to have the real wrestlers oh. here tonight. We just found some people that they want to, <laughs> they want to jump in and give it a shot. So <laughs> they, they wrestled, they haven't trained time. their whole lives for this or anything, but we're just going to let them, we're going to let them see what they got. Or
2: it's basically like just random people getting together at a
1: restaurant and deciding to start a podcast. <laughs> I know it is kind of there's good symmetry there. When you say, "Well, it's three guys that really don't know what they're doing." <laughs> yeah. So it yeah,
2: it's like if tomorrow morning the ticket, they're like, you know what, the musers are taking a half day, so from six to eight today. Here's a here's a podcast with three guys. Would we prepare if they if we were given that opportunity? Would we prepare? I think what we'd have to do is play to our strength and find a movie, TV show, series, or something like that and do some kind of a review or satire of it. It'd be over the top revisited. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he, you, uh, no, go ahead. No, 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 I have nothing. Oh, so you, la- you laughed when he said vacation. Yeah. You're going on vacation again? I am. But you just got back from vacation. I
2: know. It's been like a week and a half since I got back. I need to go somewhere else.
1: Go decompress. Yeah.
2: There's a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure building up with all these you know, bills and <laughs> kids need snacks. I mean, I got
1: to get away. So this is a sans kids vacation. This is a guy's trip. Ooh. Thanks for the invite. I'm a guy.
2: Well, not everybody can be invited to everything. So this is a uh, circle of friends that, you know, everybody's known each other, going back at least to, like, beginning of high school, and few of us have known each other since, like, the third or fourth grade. So we started taking a yearly trip probably, I don't know. It's been, like, seven or eight years ago. And when we started, so we usually go in April, but it had to get moved back a little bit. So headed up to the state of Montana on Sunday for a nice four night, four day, four night stay.
1: Always wanted to go to Montana.
2: We'll see how it is. I don't know if August is the best time to go there.
1: It's probably not. I mean, it's probably decent weather in August, I would guess. Um, It's usually milder than
2: it is here. However, I checked the forecast in Missoula, where we fly into, and on Friday, the high is supposed to be 106 there. Are you serious? But it gets down
1: in like the 50s at night. So you're flying into Missoula? Yeah. I've never even heard of Missoula. It's in Montana. I know that. (sighs) I know the capital of Montana. Is it a big city?
2: I'm assuming it's the second most major city. Is there a non-no big cities? Is there a non-stop there? Yeah, we're flying non-stop.
1: I only fly nonstop. Mark that. <laughs> wow, you're it's, not you're not kidding. What a what a um, what an odd forecast! You have a high of 106 on Friday and then a high of 84 the next day.
2: Yeah, we don't get there till Sunday. Oh well, you're gonna be fine then. Oh, it's gonna be very choice.
1: You're gonna be good. What, you're what you're gonna we... be looking at you're gonna be looking at mid 80s with lows in the. Um, wow, the lows in the l- low, low 50s. It's like overnight, though. It doesn't get into the
2: 50s until like 2 or 3 in the it's morning. It's like one of
1: those things, though, where the sun goes down and the temperature really drops. Yeah. Where, like here, it doesn't drop at all. Right. What are we doing in Montana? Uh, That's Bigfoot country, you know. Oh, I'm
2: sure we'll cross yeah, it's paths. It's
1: no Oregon or Washington, but it's up there in a number of sightings.
2: I think you know what kind of outdoorsman that I am. So I, I plan on getting out into the the rough country and... Reenacting the the ending to Legends of the Fall, if anybody gets that reference. Um, Fine Sunday, a couple days in Missoula, and then, then Monday night, I am going to a concert at the football stadium at the University of Montana.
1: What's the concert?
2: Going to see Pearl Jam.
1: Wow, that's an interesting venue for them to play.
2: So they are playing a little mini tour where they... They play in the hometown of each member of the band, and apparently one member is originally from Montana, so they're playing in Missoula. The other options, which were concert-wise, ticket-wise, not really, but the travel there to Chicago at Wrigley Field, to Seattle at Safeco, I can't remember the other one, was much more, Boston, much more expensive.
1: Oh, I can imagine, yeah. So... This trip was kind of, that was the main purpose?
2: Uh, That's how it got started, yeah. But we had talked about going to Montana in years past, just it being a cool place to go to.
1: So you're staying in some type of lodge? Uh, hotel the
2: first night, and then just got something off like VRBO for the other nights, which is about 45 minutes south of Missoula. So we stay in Missoula but the first night. But is it in night. the wild, wild country? I mean... Not really in the wild, wild, but it's not like it's not like in a suburban area.
1: So you didn't just like get a at a place in like their version no. of Frisco or the shops at Legacy, no, like in Missoula. The
2: guy sent me the directions, and
1: he, <laughs> he was like, "Turn left when you see the bear." <laughs>
2: not that, but there are a couple in in his directions, and of course, at the end, he's like, "You can also use GPS," and I'm like, well, "No kidding, you <laughs> moron!" But it's it. Get, you know, down the highway on this, and take this exit, and then when you get here, before you get to this sign, it's like there's a there like literally there's a marker, and turn right at that before you get to the the next street sign type of thing, and then drive around, and uh, it's up there. And so, what kind of amenities does this place have? It's got a hot tub. Okay, good Should for be an a, all guys trip. Oh, it's, it's great. What more could you want than like five or six guys
1: in a hot tub at one time? Does it have any Rockies that can be tapped close by? Let me assure you, there will be. <laughs> the mountains will be blue. <laughs> yes,
2: yes, the mountains will be blue for ninety-six hours straight. I like it. So it should be pretty good. Plenty of hiking. Probably a whitewater rafting trip will be arranged. Maybe so
1: some- the, none of these things I think of when I think of you. I'm good with that. You're not going to be like Paul Bear and go hiking on vacation and then like have your ankle in a splint for like the next two years continuously. You know, I hiked the Grand
2: Canyon in July, so I'm not worried about Montana in August. Yeah. Get some bear spray. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll take some precautions. I asked the guy who owned the house when we first got it, which was we booked everything like in February. Are
1: you point of contact? Are you heading up all the bookings and all that? I've arranged everything other than the rental car it's always dicey on an all guys trip and you're the one holding the keys if things go wrong um it'll be fine it'll be fine i i trust this group so
2: um but i asked the guy who owned the house the specific question once we got it which i probably should have asked before but once we got it is uh Yeah, so guy trip. Just if we're hanging out out on the porch, whatever, ten, eleven o'clock at night, we're just should be we be worried? Like we're gonna turn around and a grizzly is gonna be staring (laughs) at us eye to eye? He's like, no. He's like, there have been like I don't know if
1: it was black bears, but like
2: there have been bears. Okay, (laughs) first of all,
1: that's not the word that the church likes to use. (sighs)
2: There have been. Bears of various character spotted from the house within, you know. Uh,
1: you're, what you're talking about is like bears that don't necessarily read the playbook.
2: Just bears. They just have kinda, been seen. They just
1: kind of line up and they just know the routes. They know how to get open. But no one has been or felt threatened
2: by any of the bears.
1: <laughs> what a weird way to say that.
2: But he said to watch out for wild turkeys.
1: What if this bear had to use the bathroom in a Starbucks?
2: Would um, they be like,
1: yeah, sure, that's fine. Or would they be like, hey, you kind of need to buy something before you use it?
2: The only thing I know about bears is from the great outdoors where they shot him in the butt. You ever seen that?
1: Is that John Candy? Yeah, I'm Dan Ackler. Over- I'm for 2 on movie references yeah, that, that you've
2: made tonight. And when they Ooh. rent Suck My Wake... <laughs> John Candy wanted to get a pontoon boat. Dan Aykroyd asked him if he was going to retake Omaha Beach. This is a great movie.
1: <laughs> oh, goodness.
2: So, yeah, so that's... Uh,
1: so that's next week?
2: Yeah, I'm leaving here.
1: So there won't be an episode next week?
2: Well, it just kind of depends on y'all's schedule. Because I will arrive back from airport Thursday, and I might be able to go straight from the airport to here for a, an immediate live report.
1: If Dave can get that call made to Pakistan, I'm in. And
2: oh. if I can't do that, I will will figure out something. I will you can contact me by phone maybe for just a brief interview.
1: I think maybe we can string that together. So, I uh I did have something. You guys ready? You just waited till now. Huh? Well, we asked you earlier. funny is we asked you earlier if you had anything and you said no. I totally forgot, but this actually may be a uh, A segment we do on occasion called uh, Dave's Prop Bet Story.
2: Okay. Because
1: I do like to read about weird prop bets.
2: And these are ones you've placed? No, these are not Uh, ones necessarily
1: that I've been involved in. This one is a funny story that I had nothing to do with. I just found it. Okay. It was funny. Dave probably had nothing to do with it. Wow. Fair point unfortunate that I'm even here. Um, So let me pose this question to you, Glenn. And Tommy, you can join in too. Thank you. So the prop bet is you're getting five to one, Glenn. Okay. You're going to put up $10,000 to win $50,000. Right. The stipulation of the bet is you... In a thirty-six hour period, oh, gross! <laughs> that actually, that's actually short.
2: <laughs> but you're in it. Yeah, but it is five to one.
1: Fifty k. It's nothing wow. to sneeze at. You have to eat one. Th- oh god! <laughs> it's even worse. <laughs> you have to day and a half. You have to eat. One thousand dollars <laughs> worth of McDonald's food. Oh, I don't hold f- on. There's stipulations. Do you want to hear all the stipulations? Yeah. Because I'm gonna give you the stipulations, and then we need to hash this out and figure out how to do this. You mm-hmm. drinks do not count against the cost. Your total is to get to a just thousand. food. Yeah. Drinks don't count. I do like that they thought all these angles out p- before they placed the bet. You can't go to any irregular priced McDonald's. Like, you can't go to the airport where everything's the more expensive. <laughs> you can only, you can spend a max of $200 on salads. Okay. And you can't customize any orders like if you order a big mac you can't order it and then say no bread no lettuce anything and like that you have to order it the way it comes and eat it
2: and you have to eat it the way it is served yeah you can't you take can't take anything, the bread off yeah I mean what about like you just don't like onions you can't even do that that's
1: but I just don't think you could physically eat SG. that much food like even if they said you could eat a thousand dollars worth of salads I don't think you could do it because what does I mean? What does a salad cost at McDonald's? Seven bucks?
2: That's what I'm trying to find is are the cost of all this. But I feel like I'm, I mean
1: every you couldn't get anything on the menu that was over ten dollars. Like there's not like a high no. ticket item. And especially like if you're not counting the price of a drink, I don't think you can get food that's over seven dollars. Yeah, the not counting drinks is a strange stipulation because it's not like they serve alcohol or something that you could run up the bill. I mean, even those. Coffee drinks are only like four or five bucks. Yeah, but and you the, still gotta drink it. You could get a you could get a large sprite or Powerade, and that'll probably be two bucks. You could run through a few of those. But, but you still have to drink it though. Yeah, but I'm saying so. Say say you got say you got the whatever most expensive coffee drink that they have, and it's five bucks. If you drink. Twenty of them. That's a hundred dollars. Drink twenty of them. You're gonna be on the toilet, right? And you <laughs> you would be bowel prepping after about the third one. And there's uh, now are you allow, are you allowed to throw make yourself throw up? That was no. my next question. You can't you can't do that. You can't
2: make yourself. What if you just you just do? You don't make yourself. You yeah, just, I don't think you'd have to try. There's a bucket. And
1: <laughs> I I don't remember reading. If I don't that. think
2: anybody could do so this.
1: Let's say a meal and. Without a drink I don't even know if you could get to $7 But let's say you can get a Some kind of sandwich that's $7 A hundred of them Only gets you to $7 Right and you can't eat a hundred Sandwiches in, in 36 hours
2: No There's and, no way right And I was looking at the nuggets And like there's a current deal Where you can get a 20 piece nugget For five bucks
1: <laughs> See you don't want deal <laughs> no, no Deal is the a Deal opposite. is bad yeah so the guy the guy didn't do this right the guy took the bet
2: there's no way
1: do you want to do you i'll tell you you want to hear his strategy first and then you can give me your answer on if you think he completed it
2: okay and
1: actually because i have a few stories that i think i'll do in following episodes and usually when people make a prop bet the person taking it has some of some sort of angle, some sort of strategy that they think they got a way to do it. Right. And when I was reading this, I was like, there's no way. And I'm like, this guy must have some idea. Yeah. Some so his idea is to buy the apple slice packets. This was his strategy. Okay. I'm I'm take those, grind them, like mash them at the table into applesauce. Okay. And eat them, okay. And he said that's how he's, <laughs> he's going to eat a thousand dollars worth of apples. That's how that There's was. No way. That was going to be the bulk of it.
2: So, would salad be a good idea? Because it doesn't digest well.
1: No, it would be a terrible idea. Yeah, but I don't. But the apples would just give you like insane diarrhea, though. Like to eat a thousand dollars. I mean, what does an apple slice pack cost? Ninety-nine like a, cents. Yeah, something like that. So you'd have to eat like a thousand apple slice packs.
2: And there's like four there's or five, four or five, of them five apples. There.
1: There's no way. So well, f-
2: I gave you a strategy. Did he do it? 5,000 apple slices in a day and a half.
1: Day and a half. There's no way. He, did he
2: it. made it eight hours in and he gave
1: up. Yeah, there's no way. Ten hours into the bet, he died. <laughs> <laughs> he had spent $90. <laughs> <laughs> and he threw in the towel. Now...
2: Could you, <laughs> right? Well, not right now because it's at night. But let's say starting at like eleven tomorrow morning. Could you go to a McDonald's and and eat ninety dollars worth of food in ten hours?
1: No, I think that'd be hard. Okay, well, okay, I'll I'll give you this one. Could you in thirty six hours go to Chili's? And eat a thousand dollars worth of food, and I'll let you count drinks.
2: <laughs> no, there's no way. There's no way. No. Hold like, on.
1: Hold on. A thousand at Chili's. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What six...
2: drinks are we counting? Anything
1: you want. You can get a few President like, Day uh, margaritas. Okay. Giant, okay. Well, the giant I'll, I'll blue say one. The like you, ten people shitter. Can, you can get anything you want, but you can't. You can't do like if they have some like ridiculous top shelf, like they have like you know Johnny Walker Blue or right. something. Like it, it had to be like well drinks. But yeah, if you wanted to get a margarita. For and pay ten bucks for it, go go knock yourself out. Drink a hundred of them. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know how that works out. But yeah, like, that's but the same thing though. The most expensive thing you get at Chili's is probably what like the 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 full rack of ribs or the fajitas. Yeah, you can- but you still have to eat it. That's the thing. Like you could order the food. Yeah. but you still got to eat it. Yeah, that gets dicey too, because in those kind of places, you know they have like all the onions and grilled onions and stuff on the and you gotta, skillet you have to yeah, eat all that yeah, yeah generally
2: speaking i think you're avoiding the bread product
1: i think you're yeah you i think you'd want to avoid i think you'd want to avoid anything that would like be real carb heavy and fill you up yeah. for sure even with alcohol i don't know if you could get to a thousand no, i don't either i mean you mean you go in there and have four or five four or five drinks and spend a hundred bucks but you're still 900 sure yeah and you still got to eat you still got to eat the food Man. I mean, I think you'd have to get into a pretty high-end restaurant before that's possible and include drinks. $90? <laughs> <$90. laughs> yeah. Is that a miscalculation? And he, and he, and that cost him ten grand. Is that a mi- miscalculation if you take a prop bet and you didn't even get 10% of the way there?
2: And he ate... Ground up apple slices the whole time, like that's just. I
1: think he had a, a some kind of burger sandwich in there too. <laughs> he, he took a took a pause for that new fresh meat quarter pounder they've been advertising so much. Man,
2: what a terrible failure!
1: Take that bet. Only the uh, <laughs> the bets that you have to do it at ponchos, <laughs> and they're like, no, well, it's five bucks. It. Yeah, this... all. That's all there is.
2: Well, I think the biggest challenge there would just. In 36 hours, can you find a Poncho's? Because <laughs> there's not one in Denton anymore. Not one over there's, here anymore. There's not one in Plano. Not one
1: in, one in Arlington the only one, right?
2: Arlington's there. Um, I don't know because I drove by there. Was that yesterday? What year is this? <laughs> Today's Wednesday, right? Yeah. Yeah, yesterday I was driving along Airport Freeway and through Uless, and there's there's still the building, and the sign is up but it, I couldn't tell I if cars were in front of it. I bet it's not. I don't think it's open either. I think really it's Arlington, and there might be one other one out in the outskirts somewhere, but that's it.
1: I like this segment. You need to bring some more of these. And remember, Dave's the guy that took the bet of running from Plano to Frisco during rush hour and, and succeeded. Did you have a strategy, or was your strategy just... But here's the thing. like Divide time and miles and... He just used math. Yeah. Just think about that. So that was a little over 13 miles. This guy equivalently ran one mile. (laughs) Like 1.1 miles. Like, can't do it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm out. And and was, yeah, he only made a tenth of the way through, but he was roughly a third of the way into the time. Yeah. So basically it'd be like if you did that and just decide, Hey, I'm just going to walk backwards the whole time. And then you were struck by a vehicle a mile in.
1: That would be about the, that was a
2: great accomplishment. Good, good planning, good training, Good, you know, minimizing the accomplishments of the distance runner, proving that anyone could do, <laughs> did, it. Anyone boy, can
1: do it. Boy, did he ever, man? He just he just really threw water on that whole culture.
2: Throwing back Dr. Peppers <laughs> yeah. while he's running.
1: Yeah, seriously, he's a guy a guy a guy that had never run in his entire life and just decides in a month later he does a half marathon in like a really good time. <laughs> like a time people that train for six months don't achieve. Yeah. In rush hour training. <laughs> Where he had to stop at every intersection and dodge cars. <laughs> what was that, like
2: episode three
1: when yeah. we did that? Yeah, it was
2: did many ago. episodes ago. If you want to venture back to like April of 2016, Yeah, back, when that the, up. back
1: in the production quality was yeah. real good.
2: Yeah, we probably didn't tell the story as well as we would today, and maybe just did. Yeah, there you go.
1: I took the day off of work today. You also pretty beaten down. Too much golf. That, was that predicated by you carrying a banker's box out the day before? <laughs> with your bobblehead? <laughs> yeah, they just asked me to not come in for a few days while uh, they're doing an internal investigation. <laughs> Rager Dyke. Yeah, stuff. I was going to say, my life and Bart Rager's are running pretty close parallel right now. So why'd you take the day off? No, my... Son goes back to school Monday and I thought it'd be fun to have a last hurrah and do some fun things and already going back to school Yeah, on Monday. That's crazy, right?
2: And mine starts the week after. So it's not that crazy, yeah. but
1: still we just, we just recently watched the, um, WWE 24 on the Dallas WrestleMania. I was there and they spent, uh, in an inordinate amount of time in that documentary just fawning all over the stadium and how big it was and how big the biggest crowd ever was, and lots of backstage shots, and my son became really interested, and I said well hey that that stadium's like thirty forty minutes from here, you know, and it's near ponchos yeah, and there's a poncho's nearby, <laughs> so you know we didn't we didn't plan it out, but then my wife and I were talking, and we thought, you know we could um we could go just take a tour of the stadium, see the carving stations." See if see if uh, what was that guy's name? Was his name Jerry? Yeah, can't, can't make can't make Jerry jokes here, but different. Yeah, Jerry.
2: that's true. Different Jerry, D- definitely not with us yeah, anymore. May he, <laughs> may he rest in <laughs> There's peace. There's no way.
1: Um, but yeah, so we 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 organize what's called the VIP tour. Well, um,
2: I've been on this tour, but
1: yeah, how much do you think three tickets to the VIP tour run you? I'll say forty-five each.
2: I think it's more than that. Mine was free because his friend had an extra one, but I'm going to say fifty to sixty. No,
1: Dave nailed it. Oh, really? It was a Forty-five dollar ticket. Or actually, it was yeah. a little, it was a little under that, but it, we, we were we were in it for over a hundred bucks. Um, how long is it? It was long. It was almost two hours.
2: Oh, it's, a it's pretty substantial. It's
1: a and it's a it's a big. It's a, it's three million square feet. I don't know if you know that or not. You measure it. Listen. Our tour guide, I didn't catch his name. He had lots of fun facts to share. Talk about the air conditioning units. No, he didn't talk about that. Oh. Did you go into Jerry's suite? We did. We went into Jerry's not his not the hospitality suite, but like his private viewing oh, area that's yeah. right on the 50. Yeah. Where him and Stephen and Spaulding sit during the games? So yeah. Chris Christie. With it with his own private, yeah, with his own private elevator that goes up into it that and then we saw where he parks his car at the mm-hmm. bottom of that. Yeah, it was uh, it was quite an elaborate quite an elaborate situation there. It was I was pretty impressed. I'd never been there. I'm embarrassed to say. It's cool. It's the first is, time I've ever set foot in the place.
2: That's wow. Yeah, you know it's been around for like a decade.
1: Well, that was something else we were talking about when we were walking through this. Like, how old is this stadium? And I said, I don't know. It's been open like at least four years. It there opened in 2009. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. It's been around longer than this podcast. Yeah, I think I took the tour in like 2010 <laughs> but they uh, they had a uh, cheerleading camp going on there and when we took the big freight elevator down to, to go down to the uh, the lowest level to examine the parking space that Jerry Jones parks in, there's four cheerleaders standing on the other side of the of the elevator when we got off. If you will, as it were. So you just went down to look at Jerry Jones? Was there like no, it's down by where puddle. the it's <laughs> down by <laughs> where the locker room is, and it's it's yeah. funny because he parks like right next to where you can just walk in the locker room because I'm sure he gets suited up for every game. So no, oh, definitely. Yeah. Um,
2: did you get to go in the locker room? We did. Fun fact: since uh, there was a cheerleader camp, did you go in the cheerleaders' locker room? We did go in the cheerleader locker room. Kay. Everything
1: was still. Decorated for last year, so they had you know they had each cheerleader's picture above her locker, but it was all the squad from last year. And the guy said, "Well, they're about to change this out, you know, because they know who's on the new squad." (laughs) But like, hold on, I'm almost done. (laughs) I'm changed that one out. Stop talking. You're ruining everything. (laughs) They're doing a reality show about who makes the squad. So he said that they that they know obviously know who's on the squad, but they're not announcing it to the reality show which is taped not you know it's not a live finale so that they they don't want to spoil it for anybody Uh, did you get any insider info oh and who's gonna win can we bet bet on the show outcome
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah what I heard was that uh, none of them had any McDonald's
1: yeah that Richard's coming back and he's made an alliance (laughs) He's got a whole voting block for the finale. It turns out, wow. Um, but what I found humorous, we went in the Cowboys locker room, and it again all the nameplates were up from last year. Witten's locker was still there. They pulled the they pulled the Dez off. It was empty. Mm-hmm. Everybody else was still there, even people that aren't with the team. Dez's locker, the nameplate pulled off. Mm. That's too bad. Maybe he took it with him. Maybe he did. And would you like to know? They have one locker set up fully because all the lockers are empty. There's no. They haven't. Team hasn't even been there this year. They have one locker set up with you know a a jersey hanging there and a pair of shoes like for the photo op. Would you care to guess whose locker is the photo op locker? And of course, you get your picture taken. You pay fifteen bucks for it. Is it a choice setup? Like that's choice. Oh, I thought no. maybe you
2: were making a Tashard Choice no, reference. No, I was making
1: a Alverson's like <laughs> reference. <laughs> and it seems like Jason Whitney. With would that be real cheap, cheap jersey yeah, in Yeah, the there. face of the franchise for that.
2: I'm going to go uh, Dwayne Goodrich.
1: How's he doing these days?
2: I think he walks the streets with freedom. I don't think he's behind <laughs> bars anymore. No, that's... He's on the, he's on
1: the road. That, that's the scary that's, part. Yeah, that's and that's a terrible guess. He's
2: a national champion though, you know.
1: I found it odd. I, think this, I found this found this choice that. odd for the uh it's a defensive player. Okay. Uh current? Well, last season. Last season and is uh, and will most likely make the team this year. I feel pretty confident he's going to make the team. Lee. It's not it's not Sean Lee. If it was if it was Sean Lee, we wouldn't even be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> um Jeff Heath. Nope. Okay, and he's also not a defensive player. So that's Jeff exciting. Heath
2: is a defensive player,
1: isn't he? A tight end, man. This guy, I don't know. He was Cowboys just very at very the well. stadium. They don't tell me these things.
2: Uh, let just we'll keep guessing. Um, no, don't.
1: You know what? I'll, I'll even give you a hint. It ties into something that we were just talking about.
2: Cheerleaders, WrestleMania, no, McDonald's, Montana.
1: <laughs> After McDonald's, before cheerleaders. Jerry Jones. <laughs> No ponchos. It ties into ponchos. It
2: ties into ponchos. Yeah. Jorge Diaz.
1: <laughs> no <laughs> enchilada, Encarnacion. You're getting warmer. Um, I don't know taco. Ah, oh. man, how do you miss this? I put it up on a tee, and you did. It had the taco locker set up. Huh. All yeah. right. And we were talking about periods earlier too. <laughs> And we've made we've painted the path any more clear.
2: Well, it caused me to divert in the exact opposite direction. Yeah, then someone pulled the gun on you. <laughs> I was thinking non-taco,
1: but no, I, I I really enjoyed it. They wouldn't let us on the field though. Oh, cheerleaders were out there for VIP. It seems like you should. When
2: I took my tour, that was at the end. Well, they they
1: yeah they take you through the the club right up to where you get in the field. They're like up. Can't get on the field.
2: Ours was they took us to that point. They pointed where each one of the lockers, locker rooms were. Yeah. And by this point, you know our tour started at 10 o'clock. So it's 11 something. And the guy was like, so the players locker rooms on, on the right. Cheerleaders is in that tunnel on the left. And uh, this is the field. Uh, we actually shut this down at 5 o'clock. So you're free to just hang around down here as long as you want. Till 5 if you want to. Thank you for touring the stadium. God,
1: that would have been a dream for my son. He was just dying to get out on that field. Uh, we ran
2: pass patterns. We bought a little football. Did you go through the press conference room? Yeah. I put on a very failed fake <laughs> press conference in 2010. We in had that a stadium. lot of people on
1: our tour, so if you did that, you'd be, have been performing to 40 or 50 people. We didn't have that many. Okay. It was
2: probably in the t- 20s range. It's not like they all sat there and watched. <laughs> hey, did you go through the process
1: with them? <laughs> all three phases? <laughs>
2: It was very much along those lines. Was it? I think Garrett was there already. I don't, I don't know if the Wade era was still going on. Anyway, whatever yeah, I Garrett's was doing. Yeah,
1: Garrett's also been here a surprisingly long time.
2: Yeah, since on 2009 or 2010 is when he took over.
1: It's crazy. As head coach? Yeah. Really? Wow, I didn't realize. He was interim the for
2: the, that half season when they started like one and nine.
1: Yeah. And then he became miles of success since then.
2: Hey. Got a playoff win.
1: That was the final eight. Finished
2: in the Elite Eight. Well, I mean, what do you want?
1: Oh goodness. So I watched episode one of Hard Knocks. I love oh, Hard Knocks, but I haven't recorded. It. I haven't watched it yet. I I'm all in on Cleveland this year. I'm getting the bet down now. Over four and a half wins. Mark it down. It's happening. Did the Fat Arm Friday guy get traded to Cleveland? (laughs) No. Dude, and and by the way, I'm buying big shares in Baker, too.
2: Man. I don't know about that guy.
1: Like, I... I, He seems like a real tool. Like, even when the guy was, like, explaining to him how to use the toilet in his RV, and, like, he's just looking at the camera, like, shaking his head. Like, you might want to pay attention to this. Like, the guy's giving you some good advice how not to ruin your RV. This. Is he just like buying an RV for personal use or does that have something to do with training camp? They didn't explain too much about it. He, but He bought an RV and drove it and parked it in the parking lot at training camp, but he only lets him and the other quarterbacks in it. But yeah. I, the the reason or the necessity for it, I don't understand unless the amenities in Cleveland are really that bad.
2: Now, they haven't gone into... But it's a
1: fairly spare motorhome.
2: yeah. But it's, yeah, the quarterbacks are in there and the fourth string undrafted quarterback is, is his duties are basically to make sure that, that the snacks and the he's the butler refrigerator remains fully stocked. I
1: need to watch this episode. And, you, I mean, and should
2: we, do we need to ruin it as to what his name is? You want him <laughs> just to, to discover that?
1: No, go ahead. You can, you can hey, go ahead. ahead.
2: His first name is... This is the fourth string quarterback. Yeah, okay. His first name is Brogan.
1: Okay. Brogue. And... Is that a name? I've never heard that name before. He is...
2: I I watched the whole episode, and at the beginning, Brogan is following Baker, or Bake, as people like to call him, which is like w- the first through 100th strike against him. The like fact <laughs> the people call him Bake. Like, Baker is that difficult to say. Um... Yeah, this fourth string guy's like following him around, just, you know, I thought he was like just some dude. Yeah. He got he got permission to have him tag Yeah, along. I thought it was his
1: buddy from OU.
2: And then later they show this guy he's the fourth string, and I was like, Well, who is this guy? And he who is this guy and who was the other guy before? I thought they were two different people. And then I was advised to they, I was like, No, it's the same guy. I just want the first part he's wearing a hat. And the second <laughs> time he wasn't. So I, I pay real close attention, obviously.
1: But the oh. um Coaching staff of Cleveland this not awe inspiring yet.
2: This is why I'm taking the under.
1: That offensive line coach has to be 500 pounds,
2: <laughs> and I just get the vibe. And it's one. Ep- and you're seeing an edited version of how a one week of practice within you know a 55 minute episode. But I just get the vibe that the offensive and defensive coordinators are both just sitting there like. I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> what have I gotten myself into? Like it seems like half the team is practicing,
1: and I think their medical staff is a little conservative.
2: Well, they couldn't. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Go on.
1: <laughs> wow. It's in this, episode ninety one's when you've drawn the line.
2: Well, the other thing that's throwing this thing off course is like the head coach has lost half of his family in like the two weeks leading up to training camp.
1: Yeah, his, his mother died
2: during camp, right? Yeah. I and mean, it wasn't unexpected. I mean, she was Right, a but it's just health. kind of a Did you like the way that he broke that to the rest of the coaching staff? When they're
1: sitting there watching film and he's like, "Oh, hey, by the way." He's like, "So it was 96, is that? Is
2: that Braxton? Is that is that him?" Yeah, that's him. You know, whatever, you know, somebody's got a dip in their mouth or whatever. Somebody's like, "Yeah, F that guy." And then he's just kind of like there's an odd silence. He's like, Yeah, so my mother died yesterday. Um, Yeah, we lost her. Mother died. Cover two, is that what we're in here? And everybody's just in silence, and like three of the four coaches actually kind of, you know, they're like, man, I'm sorry to hear that. They actually give the turnaround or whatever. There's one coach, and you can watch this. There's one of the four sitting at the table. I don't think he ever even like his face doesn't change. He never stops looking at the TV.
1: Hey, man, we got football to worry about I guess so.
2: Like he is like I have – After the season's over, I'll send you a card.
1: It's like, was your mother supposed to cover the right side there? No? Okay, then why are we talking about her? Sounds like old news. I would
2: take the over on maybe one and a half for the Browns. They can't go winless again. There's no way. Will
1: Tyrod make it through week three as the starter?
2: Yeah, because I think their schedule starts out pretty difficult, and they're probably just going to be, get beat to hell and be zero and four, and then they'll just be like, "Let's just hand it over to Bake. Let's just get the future. Let's get the future started now."
1: I think he's going to be good. I don't know how good. Well, I, I, and I, I like, I like the show, anyways, but I thoroughly enjoyed the first episode. I mean, do you think? But boy, be- they do a good job of making people look spectacular, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Do you think he'll be good enough to win his first CFL game in like six <laughs> years? Or
2: Did you guys watch that?
1: Oh, dude, this idiot over here bet on the Owl. Al- I had the oh. Alley plus six and a half.
2: Abortion is still legal in Canada, folks.
1: About that fourth interception on his sixth
2: pass. I was. And you know, I don't have any allegiance to Johnny Manziel, but I was by the channel very excited for this and in advance it set the dvr because i knew i was very excited oh,
1: we we went out of our way we went and got dinner met up early with some friends yeah. to, just to watch this game like we, we yeah, were I, all in for this we had money on the game
2: i got home and then last minute we decided to go out of town but we weren't leaving friday night until 8 eight thirty or so and it's the game started at like six i think yeah so I got into the third quarter watching it. But anyway, so we're getting ready, and then it snuck up on us. I was like, oh, crap. Well, I recorded it, so you know I just missed the very beginning. So we catch up real fast. Well, yeah, caught up to Johnny real fast. First pass, like returned for a touchdown.
1: Threw it right to the guy. <laughs> he was – In his defense, one of those interceptions wasn't his fault.
2: The one he threw to the running back that he yeah. like vo-
1: <laughs> volleyed it up in the air. And he like did a set in volleyball to somebody. Yeah, there he's there like,
2: I-, I shouldn't have hit you – square between both hands. Maybe I should aim somewhere else. That
1: Montreal offensive line is terrible, though. I mean, everybody's been saying it all year, but I mean... (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean... I mean, it's pretty well known in the league. Yeah, I mean, we also...
2: We do a CFL podcast that's only (laughs) released in Saskatchewan.
1: (laughs) But it's huge there, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, find it on Google Play.
2: Ones. Ones of listeners. Um, Oh, that was so funny, (laughs) though. That was just awful. I wanted him to succeed. And you know what? Me too. There's two other times for the regular seasons over there on TV. I'll be by the channel.
1: It was the most watched CFL game ever aired in America by double um what the whatever the, the previous and also leader was. As I'm watching it. And the you, rules well the I, I knew
2: the rules were different okay. I mean you only get three downs to make a first down, The field's wider the and the end zone's enormous and it's not it's not squared off in the back, it's kind of rounded a little like, bit, yeah, goalpost is in the front of the end zone, all that kind of stuff, but you miss football, and I'm like, why don't I watch this on Friday? If I miss fo- – it's still football. They and, still and you hand run across, the ball off. You run
1: across more names than you'd expect that you totally recognize. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of uh, former college standouts that didn't there, make it for whatever reason.
2: There's one guy, I think he's – I don't remember what team he starts for, but we talked about that show Last Chance You. He was a quarter, the quarterback for that junior college, I think, in the first season of that. He plays for one of those teams. I ran across that, and, yeah, you run across – Especially guys that maybe haven't been in the the league for a while, like like I watched that guy play in college in two thousand six, <laughs> he's just been CFLing it for a decade now. They
1: said To had a workout for them this week. He did really, yeah, but it didn't go it didn't go well. So I don't see well. They there's no money in that, right?
2: Ah, uh, I mean I don't know. I I'm sure we could look that up, but. Uh, I would imagine the top end, you've got to be making six figs. You're not making like
1: 45 grand to play defensive tackle. But they're not doing $7 million signing bonuses. No. No. I mean, there's no one in the league making a million dollars. No player. <sighs> if you were worth that much, you'd be in the NFL, I would assume. You
2: would think What'd so. What did Manziel
1: get? I should look that up.
2: I bet it's not very much. Speaking of salaries, though, and transitioning to not wrestling but actually wrestling, <laughs> we found that list of whatever was that what everybody made last year or their that contract can't for this be right. year? I,
1: I I was looking through that. That's and right. Braun Strowman's getting hosed. Yeah,
2: yeah. It could be like you know your rookie deal on a NBA or NFL contract. I'm I'm pretty
1: s- Pretty skeptical of that whole thing.
2: You think Nia Jax makes more than a hundred grand?
1: I think it's pretty funny that all the all the women's salaries are pretty suppressed compare, compared compared, well, other than one, who's making three times as much as anybody else on the roster. Is that Charlotte?
2: No, Rousey. Rousey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right.
1: Which is probably probably. But correct. you had
2: to. That's like free yeah. agency. That's that's why Lesnar has like, makes like ten I million. I don't think
1: Lesnar's making ten million. I have Menzel's contract. If you want to hear it,
2: okay. He is making. One hundred thousand dollars. I was gonna say like one hundred and forty.
1: Manziel CFL contract: a hundred and twenty-two thousand base, ten thousand signing bonus, eighteen thousand housing stipend.
2: Uh, I mean that's a ten
1: thousand if active non-punary. for six games. That looks shaky after that performance. Ten <laughs> <laughs> k for ten games active. Ten another ten k for fourteen games active.
2: I don't think that's even possible because he didn't sign early enough. But
1: I don't know. Another another 120, so basically a whole nother base salary if he plays half the snaps. Hmm. But this was the first game he started all season, so he was on another team for five or six games and got traded to Montreal and then immediately thrust into the starting oh, role. Oh, no. And 40K... Um. Forty K penalty for every interception. So Are you serious? He, so he's in the hole. <laughs> that's right? not, yeah. He owes that's the not, team. He's them no his way entire that's salary back. Are there any there's n no,
2: there's but there's obviously no gratuity included in his no. contract anywhere. No, it doesn't okay. sound like it.
1: The CFL rookie minimum is fifty K. Average salary for all players is somewhere around eighty K.
2: Wow. Surely, no one's like, making a million not then. surely
1: a- not a- good like like T.O. could get a car dealership or insurance agency and make 80k right uh,
2: yeah he could probably just put his name on something
1: yeah, yeah. on a Shoney's or something because
2: I know that's what he uh, could do a blue chew commercial and make 80k oh. since Vince Young's co- uh, football career is completely over he had a CFL tryout last year that did not pan out but the University of Texas pays him like a flat 100 grand a year just to be essentially like a school ambassador like he does some TV stuff on the Longhorn Network and he just shows up at events sometimes I think they've had some like Texas OU weekend they were supposed to be there and just <laughs> didn't show but I mean he does that type of stuff yeah. and he can do that quite literally for the rest of yeah. his life
1: no Vince does that with a lot of the old wrestlers too they're WWE legends, and they just pay them a, you know, reasonable wage to get by in the world, and they just, yeah, they just show up and shake people's hands occasionally, and
2: but Virgil is not on that list. But Virgil
1: is not on the list.
2: Oh no, <laughs>
1: the, the Olive Garden everyday days are are behind him, <laughs> and
2: poor, poor Virgil.
1: So to close this out, though, SummerSlam's about two weeks away. Shaping up to be a v- pretty interesting show. Looks like it's going to be a long show, man. They, they've they got a ton of matches.
2: Are we still... We're still on course for Roman versus Lesnar for the oh, Universal, yeah. right?
1: And Roman, man... I, I mean, if you didn't watch Monday, he got a huge crowd reaction. It wasn't his home city, but... True. Where were they? Jacksonville. Jacksonville, yeah.
2: I did see the... Uh, they got a bit of a... Elias Lashley storyline that they're continuing with.
1: If they don't let Elias beat him, I'm going to start boycotting. I'm going to I'm going to sell my shares.
2: It is worthwhile just to have Elias make fun of him <laughs> 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 that he's has the inability to <laughs> speak the English language, which I still have to believe that Lashley's doing a bit. Has to be.
1: <laughs> I don't think he's doing uh, a bit. When he er- made his original swim through the WWE you know, five, six years ago, it was the same. Man. So he's either doing one of the most impressive <laughs> long cons. When well, or- it turns out that he's a neurosurgeon, you
2: guys are going to feel real ba- really bad about yourselves.
1: So I did see a, a piece of, interesting piece of information that was leaked out. So when they, when they announce like where the next big event's going to be, which in this case is the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. For the arena to sell tickets, they announce a couple of matches that they're going to have well in advance so that they can send it out to their ticket holders and sell tickets to the match. So I, last week on the show, I floated my theory that Kevin Owens is going to walk away from SummerSlam as the champion. Yep. The match that they leaked for the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view is Roman versus Kevin Owens. Hmm. And I don't see any reason why if Roman beats Lesnar, why they would put Owens in as the obvious next challenger for the title. So it has to be working in reverse. Okay, I think I'm right here. I think Owens walks away with the title and then he gets his return match with Roman.
2: Didn't, because I wasn't watching it, watching it then, but didn't Roman Reigns beat Lesnar once but then immediately lost the title to Rollins because he cashed in the money in the bank?
1: I don't think it was Lesnar, though.
2: It wasn't Lesnar or but somebody But that did else. happen, though.
1: He won the title and then immediately lost So then lost that's
2: it. going to happen again. He's going to beat him well, and then it, immediately. Well,
1: but it, it doesn't mean he beats him, though. He could beat Brock. That's the other thing. That's true. You know, Brock Brock could beat Roman for the fourth straight time, and Owens could come in and pin Brock, so. That's true. And another thing that could happen is that he could, he could win the money in the bank and then cash it in on Raw the next night, because apparently Brock's supposed to be at Raw the next night, so. Brock could win against Roman right. and then lose it the next night. I think there's a lot of possibilities out there. Hmm. But I still think they're gonna I think they're gonna screw Strowman over in this somehow.
2: When is Elias gonna throw Braun Strowman <laughs> off a thirty foot platform and then fireworks just shoot up in the sky for an hour?
1: How great would that be? I think they're saving that for the two thousand nineteen Greatest <laughs> Royal Rumble. So <laughs> everybody in Saudi Arabia has been clamoring for <laughs> good theory but uh yeah other than that i thought it was a good episode of raw um the paul Heyman, what an actor man dude he's the he's the but he's the goat for promos and i i could see a situation where brock totally cuts him out and he becomes a new manager for for reigns or mm. lashley or owens or somebody that they want to lashley would by far make the most sense Somebody that desperately needs a mouthpiece. <laughs> yeah, see, Owens doesn't need a mouthpiece. Roman could, is, though, Roman could become a real good bad guy with Paul as his manager. Yeah, that's true. I don't think they would turn Lashley heel. And if you have Heyman with you, you're instantly a heel. Yeah, that's right. But boy, he does need someone to do the talking for him. Maybe he can join Titus Worldwide. <laughs> Maybe we can get Paul Bearer back out there. <laughs> yeah. That would actually be a great role for him to be in Titus Worldwide doing meaningless matches that we fast forward through as soon as they come on. Oh. Even my son is like now he's like, Oh, you can fast forward, it's Titus Worldwide, it's not important. <laughs> oh. All right, well, anything else? Well, I guess we don't have emails or tweets.
2: I didn't really even look, but I don't I don't think we do.
1: This is a pretty low effort show out of you, I gotta say.
2: Well, saving all my energy for uh Montana for big montana which one of those sounds really good right now too but it's probably ill advised there's one right around hour. the corner i could i can I, I could
1: tell you how to get there or you could use your gps <laughs>